0: You know, life is busy, but so is Satan. This is 5 Minutes in Coffee, brought to you by The Christian Strain. My name is Jerry, and I'd like to spend 5 awesome minutes discussing the inspired Word of God. How do you like your coffee? Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes in Coffee. Today I have a very interesting episode for you, and I want to discuss the told that COVID-19 has placed on us, especially as Christians, when we're supposed to be the light of the world. And we find that COVID-19 has become much bigger than any of us could have thought of. A year ago, no one was planning for a pandemic we were all looking forward to 2020 and all the joys that it will bring. However, many of us have been caught off guard, whether it's financially, whether it's in our health profession, whatever the cause may be. And as I was looking online, I came across many headlines that I found alarming. One of them reads, COVID-19 is devastating America's mental health. And it just blew my mind that because we are used to a certain way of living, that COVID-19 has unraveled that in a matter of moments. What do you think about that?
1: You know, I think that one thing we have to realize as Christians and as Americans is that we don't have to have it all together during this pandemic. Um, I think we put a little bit of pressure on ourselves as Christians saying you know we are the light of the world and that we need to be an example for other people but being an example and being the light doesn't necessarily mean we have to ignore the impacts that things have on us um, and one of them being acknowledging that this pandemic is hard i mean it, it's it's happening in the midst of real life issues whether it's already existing health issues financial issues um, you know raising children and dealing with the stressors of your job or your family or your business I mean th- this pandemic is is happening and life doesn't stop in the process and I think we have to give ourselves a little bit of freedom to acknowledge that and also demonstrate to non-christians how we can work through that and process that by, Allowing ourselves to grow closer to God and leaning more on God during this pandemic as opposed to the worldly response, which is to lean on ourselves and try to get through it without God or without the help and the support of our Christian friends and family.
0: And I'm glad that you said that as Christians, we should acknowledge it because there are many ways that we can acknowledge it, but I'll offer you an example of something that I've had to do or or what I've had to do many times. And one of them is, there are times where I may feel overwhelmed or I may feel like, what if I am the one to cause my family to become sick or what if, what if, what if, and it is at that point that I have to go to God in prayer and tell God how I feel. And it's amazing how a prayer, a quick prayer to tell God how I feel, instantly relieves the tension that I have and all of the what-ifs that I have. And for those of you who have been listening to me, you may be aware that we just had a newborn. So having a newborn at this time, it's been a lot different. At the time when we were expecting our little bundle of joy, none of this was on our radar. We were simply thinking about you know what life would be like returning to having a newborn. And now it's I have to protect my newborn from any outside threats, any outside illnesses when last year that would not have even come up on my radar.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting too because having gone through this pandemic and being in quarantine while also being pregnant, doing distance learning, adjusting to working from home and then not working from home, you know, there's just a lot there are a lot of moving parts and most of us don't have any experience in a life or a world like this. Our family members have never been through anything like this. This is really kind of a first time for anybody who is, you know, working or raising children or anything. None of us have had anything like this happen. So there's no template to go off of. There's no right way. And and I know a lot of people have Different perspectives on how you should handle it. You know, some people take this opportunity and they're super productive. They start businesses, they start projects, they start hobbies, and they're really productive. And then there are other people that are really so overcome with concerns and worries and anxieties about what's happening and what will happen that they really are not able to, to be as productive as they'd like to be. And I think both of those responses are okay. And we have to give ourselves the freedom to respond any way that we need to, in order to get through moment by moment, day by day, that's valuable. And so, as you mentioned, you know, that your response was to go to God in prayer and to increase your prayer life. For some people, it may be you know, doing more devotionals and finding a moment of time every day to get into the word a little bit deeper or to start a prayer warriors, you know, chain of text messages or phone calls with other friends and family or finding ways that we can still connect with our Christian brothers and sisters, despite the fact that we can't meet and see each other the way that we were previously. Um, you know, but it, it also, one thing that I, I, would like other people to to begin to utilize is finding some of the positives of this pandemic. I think it's natural for us to think of some of the the negative outcomes that have transpired since this pandemic started, but some of the more positive outcomes are, you know, that people have access to sermons and to lectures and Bible classes that maybe they didn't have before. You know, we have because everything has gone digital now. Um, There were some congregations or some churches that did not have online worship services, and now they do. Um, There are people that maybe previously were not attending regularly um, when we were meeting face-to-face that are now watching regularly on the web, you know? So there's, there's definitely some some positive things that we can look at and be grateful for those things that have come out of it and try to meditate on those more positive moments rather than focusing on the negative outcomes. And sometimes that helps change our perspective a little bit so that we don't fixate so much on all of the things that have have changed in a negative way because of the pandemic. And I'm glad
0: you brought that up in terms of the positives that have come out of this pandemic because it's when things like this happen, our mind can sometimes go towards where's God, especially when things feel uncertain or things are scary. We like to think where is God, but then you mention how online service is happening and people who wouldn't normally attend are now attending. And then it's, you know what, there is no such thing as things happening by chance. And it should be very comforting for all of us to know that. God is in control of the situation. This isn't something that just happened. If God allows it, God is going to get you through it. If you are his child, you love him and you are faithful. You have to remember that nothing happens apart from the knowledge of God. And and that's a blessing. One of the things that I think of, though, and I should have probably led with this in this episode is that there are many of us all over the spectrum with COVID-19. There are some of us who are frightened and there are some of us who thinks that this is a big waste of time. So if you feel like this is a big waste of time as a Christian, this may be a time for you to reflect on your behavior during this time, because as the Bible states, there are some of, there are some Christians who are drinking milk and some of you are eating meat. So if you are stronger at this time in your faith, don't forget about those who are weaker. Don't forget to be loving and caring to make sure that those who may not be as strong as you know that you still love them because we still have a responsibility to be Christians. Despite what goes on in this world.
1: Self-reflection is going to be a huge part of being able to move through this pandemic with a sense of comfort. That, that's on both sides of the spectrum. One thing that some folks may start to realize is that their faith maybe wasn't as strong as they thought it was during the time that we were meeting face to face. You know, it's it's a lot easier to become spiritually strengthened when you have the ability to meet twice a week or three times a week for worship face-to-face, to to be um, edified by other Christians, um, being encouraged to get into your Bible by reading ahead of time whatever lesson you're going to be studying for Bible study. Those things make it easier for you to stay on track spiritually. But when all of those things are removed from your life, like during this pandemic, that may be a time when you realize... Gee, it is really important to my spiritual growth for me to be around other Christians because when I'm not, I don't read my Bible as often, or maybe my mindset is not as positive, or I don't connect with God through prayer as much as I should. You know, there are there are a lot of things that we can identify about ourselves spiritually during this pandemic. Another thing that we can identify is some of the strengths you know our prayer life really can increase during this time because our worries and our concerns and our thoughts are a lot greater at this this point in time you know and so those are areas where we can help strengthen other christians when we notice that maybe they're struggling a little bit more than us Um, i've seen other christians really use this opportunity to connect um by sending cards or letters or visiting other shut-ins um, and sick folks that they maybe didn't have time to during the time they were working, doing um, you know those social distance visits where they're standing out on the st- on the sidewalks outside members' homes and just singing songs and hymns. Um, those are, are areas where spiritually you can really build on the foundation that has already been established so that you don't spend as much time you know focused on on the negative aspect of of the pandemic, and it also is an opportunity to maybe re- go outside of your monotony your schedule your routine that you were previously doing, and do something different so that you can grow in other ways spiritually
0: and if you find yourself being overwhelmed, I think it's a great moment to just think just stop you know when you're on fire you're told to stop, drop, and roll. When your thoughts are on fire and you can't seem to get your bearings, stop, drop, and pray. Ask yourself, is God still in control? And the obvious answer is yes. But if you think more about, well, what can I do? Can you pray? Of course you can. Can you read scriptures? Of course you can. The issue may be not allowing yourself to become frozen in fear, but to actually do these things. So can you tie any of these habits to a new habit, such as when you wake up, that's when you pray. When you eat dinner, as soon as you're done, that's when you read your Bible. We have so many different avenues of different things that we can do, but we have to be willing to do them because if you're just standing still, essentially you're just standing still. But if you can come up with a plan to push forward and you can do that in prayer with God, that takes away your ability to let your mind wander when it's already occupied with the things of God. So as far as this entire pandemic and the quarantine, I just want you to know that we are not unaffected by what's been happening. I remember the first two weeks of being quarantined and in my mind thinking that this was going to be a temporary thing and how much had changed because my wife and I were actually sent home from work. And at that time, it was just like, okay, well, what's going to happen? What are we going to be dealing with? But I can tell you that God has provided in ways that I will never understand. If I had to explain this to someone, I wouldn't be able to, to think that for months at a time, my wife and I have been home and we have not been lacking in anything. When much of this mental health conversation has come up, sometimes I just have to sit back and just say, my God, how wonderful you are, how awesome you are.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that it's been an interesting journey and and still ongoing, but it's been a blessing to really see how God has worked in our lives and through this pandemic, because everything that has occurred just in this past, I I would say, four or five months is nothing that I could have ever planned or that you could have ever planned, nothing that we would have even guessed would have happened. I mean, it's evident that God has just been protecting us and covering us, providing for us through other Christians, through you know, one another through our family. And it's been a huge blessing to be able to really just take in these moments and thank God for them and allow ourselves to, to just be fully present and say, you know what, we don't have any control over what's happening, but we do have control over how we respond to them. And so I think during this time, we've, we've tried to be better about just spending time together as a family and not worrying too much or trying not to worry so much about not having all the answers to what what's going to happen with work and what's going to happen with the kids with school and how all of these things are going to unfold because the fact is we just don't have the answers and I'm I'm sure that many of you are experiencing the same thing and that there's no way to plan for a lot of these things because you just it's out of your hands and you don't have any any control over it or the outcome or even what the options are. And so what we've what we've tried to do during this time is to just refocus and just say, you know what, let's just work with what we do have control over. Let's work with the options that we have in front of us and just pray through it and lean on God to give us guidance during this time. And And we just have faith that it'll work out. And so that has been truly something that I have had to grow into as far as the mindset of of that but what better time to do it than when you literally have no other choice other than to lean on God and just allow him to work through all this craziness you know so that it's it's been a blessing it's been a very very stressful it's been you know uh, ups and downs and concerns and worries and things all over the place, but we've really been able to lean on each other to get us through that. So that has definitely been an unexpected blessing of, of being in this pandemic.
0: And and just thinking about the unexpected blessing, this is something that we were aware of, but we didn't realize the totality of until after our child was born. And I mentioned that earlier about our newborn, but one of the things that I did not say is that my wife was having a very difficult pregnancy And when we were both sent home, it allowed her time to rest. So what ended up happening is because she was resting from this difficult pregnancy, it meant that I had to do a little bit more than I was accustomed to. But what was interesting is my children my two older children were there to help me and they got to witness this and then they learned the ability to serve. And it's not something that I was aware of that during this time of the pandemic, that my children would get an awesome lesson that God provided. And then each night I tend to read my Bible at night before I go to bed. Well, normally my children are asleep. So they don't get to see me read my Bible, but because school was canceled and my children were up later, now they're reading their Bibles because they see me reading my Bible. It was just very interesting to see all of the unexpected blessings happening. And if you allow yourself to be overcome with fear, you may miss how God is working in this situation.
1: Yeah, I definitely... I would agree with that. And that's, that was kind of what I was alluding to when I mentioned earlier about changing your focus and changing your perspective. And that's definitely something that requires prayer too, for you to even recognize that your focus is wrong, because there are times where stuff is just happening and moving so fast around you that you can, you can miss the blessings because you're so fixated and focused on what you believe is going wrong. When sometimes it really is just... God removing some of the distractions. I mean, I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how many distractions we had in front of us that really did not allow us to connect in our marriage or connect in our, our homes with our children and with our you know other other areas of our lives that are important even spiritually um it, our prayer life and so having all of those distractions removed over the past few months really allowed us to to see the blessings that we already have that we just maybe have not been placing as enough value on
0: and that is very much true and i hope what you are getting from kind of hearing some of the personal details of our life and of our marriage is that when we're talking to you about different things, as far as mental health, we're not saying it from a position of you need to get it together. We're saying it from, we understand we're in the same boat as you, but these are some of the things we've been able to take away that has helped us. And we're hoping that it will help you as well because regardless of what happens in this life i just want you to know that god is in control and when i look at our situation and to see how we have not lacked one single thing and everything that we truly wanted was given to us in abundance and the distractions and the things that we thought we wanted were taken away how amazing is it to just spend time with your family in quarantine it, it doesn't, it didn't sound like a great idea when you would hear, don't go anywhere, stay home, social distance. But then when you start to get to know your family, you're having conversations you're not intending to have. It's just like, man, God really has this thing figured out. So let us not forget that God is in control, and I can't stress that enough.
1: So I would say to categorize as the takeaway of this dialogue is really, one, allow yourself to acknowledge how the pandemic is affecting you. Just sit down and and process those thoughts for starters, whether it's by journaling or by prayer and acknowledging to God how you're feeling or even if it's praying for God to reveal to you how you're truly feeling. If you can't put it into words or having a conversation with somebody and just sharing those thoughts. Whatever it, whatever it is for you to release that pressure that is you know building up inside of you regarding your fears, your concerns, your worries, your cares. Any of that, I think acknowledging it would be the first step. Second to that, I would say... Once you've acknowledged it, start to come up with a plan about how you are going to work through that, whatever it is that you're feeling. Are there areas in your life that you feel need improvement that you could slowly start to work on during this time? Are there areas that you feel like you are pretty strong in that you would like to continue maintaining during this time and start establishing some some steps on how you plan on either maintaining or improving some of the areas that you feel are, are important and valuable to your, your Christian walk. And then third, I I would say connecting with other Christians because the isolation is one of the huge factors of being in this pandemic that really impacts your mental health because we are just not used to being so separate from one another some of us are more social than others but but our routines have changed so drastically that even those who generally are homebodies they still get some sort of social interaction and right now there's so little of it because of the social distancing that even when we do get to be in the presence of other people, the interactions are so different because we're wearing masks and we're having to stay six feet apart and we're sanitizing and we're, you know, hypersensitive about COVID-19 and getting too close to people. And so just figuring out what is the way that I can build, still maintain connections with people so that I can be built up spiritually and that I can edify and build up other people spiritually. So whether that's joining your weekly Zoom call that your, your church is hosting or connecting with people by phone, maybe telling yourself, you know, once a week, I'm going to contact somebody by text message or by phone call to just check in with them, see how they're doing or send a card in the in the mail to somebody or, you know, get on Facebook and send someone a message in Messenger. However, that is that you're going to maintain that connection or build that connection. Start to to make a plan for that, and then you know once once you allow yourself the freedom to just acknowledge and work on some of these areas slowly, you will you will find that. As the days pass, it's it's not as difficult. It doesn't become easy because again, this is a unprecedented situation that we're in that nobody has any experience in, but, but it at least becomes a little bit more manageable. You start to have those people that you can go to that are experiencing some of the same things you are and you can lean on each other for support during that time. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, if it's not easy, We all get it. It's not easy for any of us. And it's okay to just be in that space for a while before you come up with a game plan. You know, nobody is expecting anybody to just get up and go and figure out how to get through this time with no resources, no planning and no preparation.
0: I sincerely hope that you have enjoyed today's discussion if you need prayer or anything, please send an email to thechristianstrength at gmail.com. And if you think this episode can benefit anyone that you know, please share this with them. You can find me on social media at The Christian Strength on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Jerry and Ashley with 5 Minutes and Coffee. We've run out of time for this episode, but there's always time to please God. Stay connected with me. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Christian Strength. And we might just find time for another five minutes and coffee.